the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. Thank you for joining us, and welcome to the Firing Line Radio Show. And you guessed it, folks, it's the Rex Reviews crew taking over Philip Naiman's show once again. <laughs> it's Lou McCoy, Casey Day, and the legendary Taborosaurus Rex joining you for another radio extravaganza. How are you guys? Excellent extravaganza it is. It is. I'm doing really well. I'm gearing up for Christmas. I can't wait. It's right around the corner, guys. Is it? Pretty sure. Unless we're here on the wrong day. Is it after Christmas or is it before Christmas? (laughs) Well, this is crucial information. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) We might cut I've lost track of time. (laughs) Does it matter? What really matters is the Christmas spirit, man. That's what the, the heart of the whole season comes down to the Christmas spirit. And that's why we're here, because we got to spread some of that feel good Christmas joy. Oh, dear. I have all the joy for Christmas. Casey is in charge of the Christmas joy. I'm Ebenezer Scrooge, brother. I use I've a- come here with malintent. <laughs> Actually, I'm feeling a little mischievous, Lou. Are you now? Yeah, we've got control of Philip's show again. And uh, I've seen some mischievous elves lately. Have you seen the elf, Casey? The elf on the shelf? No, the mischievous elf. Uh, I don't know if I've seen that one. Yeah, anyways, I've seen a mischievous elf lately, and so I was thinking that, uh, you know, in the spirit of the uh, local heathen traditions, um, that we could maybe wreck this radio show while Philip Naiman is gone. Boy. I mean, we sent him off in a Christmas present, didn't we? We sent him out to Santa? I don't know. It depends on what version of elves you subscribe to, actually, because there's the Hallmark version of all the different characters, according to the holiday, and then there are... The ancient versions. And so, I don't know, maybe I read too many books when I was little or something, but uh, elves to me are mischievous. They're not trying to dispense presents, are they, Lou? (laughs) Depends on which legends you grew up with, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. So, mischievous elves, I'm not familiar with those. You don't remember this? No. I never showed you the mischievous elf? I always grew up with the Hallmark version, the little guys that were Santa's helpers. They had the little hats. They worked in his sweatshop all year round, or his workshop, excuse me, (laughs) and uh, would bring the Christmas presents to all the good little boys and girls once a year. Well, I'll have to tell you about the mischievous elf when we get on to the Rex Reviews podcast, because it's a little too scary for public airwaves. Okay. Uh, So we'll have to save that one for the internet. However, uh, in the spirit of being mischievous anyways, um, I think that I I would like to battle test the situation. You know, we're in California after all, and this is the 590 AM, right? Blasting out across the whole big valley area. And I'm just curious what level of freedom this country still has. I want to battle test our freedom of speech rights on this radio show. 
Now, the sound guy who's uh, sitting back here producing this deal is getting a little nervous, isn't he? Look at him. He's sweating back there. He is. He is. He's like, what are these cuckoos going to say? I Should see, we? He's I, getting ready to cut us off already. I see his hand over the dump button back there. <laughs> this is totally unscripted. Nobody knows what's about to happen. So I'm excited about this. You ready for this one, Lou? Lay it on us, buddy. All right. So like, uh, there's all different kinds of things that uh, people aren't allowed to say anymore because they get banned on Facebook or they get banned on YouTube if they step on someone's little precious toes. Or if they don't, uh, you know, if you say anything bad about mommy, a.k.a. the government, uh, then you get banned off of all social media. Or if you're acting a little bit with a little bit too much of a Y chromosome, that's evil, even though it's invented by nature or God, you know, whichever one you want to call it. Uh, So with that being said, I'm just curious how much we can get away with on the air before they shut her down. So where and how far do you want to push this today? I don't know, man. There's a number of things we could talk about on this show today. It's kind of um, kind of dangerous when Phil leaves us in charge, isn't it? Yes. I'm planning on dangerous. You ready for this? I'm ready. She's ready? She's look at her. She's nervous. <laughs> you want to play a game, Lou? I, I, that's why I'm here. It's called Rex Makes Radical Statements, and then we pause to see if we're still on the air. Okay, let's play. You ready for this? All right, I'm ready. What's, what's first? Hmm... You know, guys, I really like Jesus. How much do you like Jesus? I love Jesus, actually. That is the... Did we get kicked off yet? That's the point of the holiday spirit, isn't it? (laughs) The (laughs) J-Man? The point of the holiday spirit, I thought, was Walmart sales receipts. (laughs) Oh, oh. But no, 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 no. Uh, So that's one. We're still on the air. I I don't see him flip the switch yet. Not yet. How about this one? You ready for this? I like freedom. Like what kind of freedom exactly? Not, I'm not talking like a bald eagle latched onto my shoulder. I'm talking about like I can peruse the earth and say anything I want, no matter uh, how much people are offended by it. Whoa, 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 and, Rex. Yeah. Rex, just saying that might actually offend someone. You Someone's already back, getting pre-offended. Is I'm, that his thing? Yeah. I'm literally seeing <laughs> snow melt around us. Yeah, they'll be okay. The little snowflakes will be all right. Pre-offended. I like that. <laughs> I think we're still on, though, guys. Yeah. How about, uh, uh, I, I really like firearms, too, man. How about you? I do. And I think that if you don't have firearms and you don't know how to run them, you're not American. Oh, boy. Whoa, how about them apples? Whoa. Whoa. Was that the eggnog kicking in right there? <laughs> Is that what they call that stuff they fed us earlier? That's interesting because the First and the Second Amendment, they're right next to each other. Yeah, you for know? a reason. Yeah, they put them number one and number two. So that we can talk about guns on the radio station. Freely. Freely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so far, so good. You know, and that's one of the nice thing about firearms, too, is it preserves that first part. Because if, uh, you know, if they get a little too uh, wily with their freedom pinching down mechanisms, um, you know, then out comes the uh, other amendments to protect mm-hmm. that one. So and that's a little bit radical. Are we still on there? I think so. <laughs> no, it's a culture of freedom that's becoming slowly illegal, though. And it's interesting uh, that and they do it incrementally. It's the it's the frog being boiled in the water slowly. Yep. And uh, there's a lot of guys who are outspoken who are getting completely kicked off of social media. And it started in the crybaby universities where people were acting like toddlers and they couldn't handle it. And so they started crying and throwing fits like little babies. And uh, so they, they first banned speech there because that's private property. And if you want to give your money to an organization that has like 
zero respect for actual, you know, freedom of speech or whatever, then you can choose to go there or not. Uh, but when we're talking about public, you know, airwaves or, or like public commons as, you know, uh, Internet is is commonly advertised to be like in terms of YouTube or Facebook, that's advertised to be like public commons, right? Mm-hmm. And so they get all kinds of exemptions and things like that based on that statement. But then when they start editing everyone's comments and, and, and shutting down people's channels and stuff like that, then they say, oh, no, it's a private organization. Well, then how come you get all these tax breaks for being public, you said, but then you're still pinching down on it. So you can't ride two horses at the same time, like they say, from where we come from. Well, and not only that, but if they are going to have like the public's interest at mind, why is it that only certain comments and certain people are edited, but other <laughs> ones that are radical and crazy in a different way yeah. that fits maybe a more broad because agenda is, is yeah. left untouched. They've chosen a side is that straightforward answer. There's somebody back there pulling the strings, man. Making decisions, totally. controlling the narrative. Well, they they have they have picked a side, so their side is obvious, and, and it's not on our side; it's on the other side. So they are trying like hell to find a way to shut us completely down and uh, and edit what we have to say. Right. I just wanted to give like a a brief example. Is like I've seen videos where literally someone is being burned alive. That's allowed on Facebook, but a video about maybe talking about gun ownership or gun rights has been banned. So yep. I just think that that it's is offensive to advertisers, right? <laughs> what kind of advertisers are we talking about? Exactly. Are we talking about advertisers from a certain peninsula over the water <laughs> where they wear certain things and ride certain animals? <laughs> now are we banned, Lou? <laughs> Did I get banned yet? Uh, you know, this whole thing kind of plays into that, like we talked about on our podcast, the Hegelian dialectic, mm-hmm. dividing the two sides. Yes. And we are this close to buying into that right here because yeah. we're saying that the the puppet masters are behind the other side. We're buying into yeah, that. Luring us yeah, into we're, conflict. We're buying into that. So I'm going to propose that in the spirit of the Christmas season, perhaps we do away with the walls and the lines and the sand and we try to get everybody on the same page. Focus on principles in general yes, on the sir. atomic level without taking sides in terms of identity, group identity, religious identity, political identity, or philosophical identity, but rather focusing in on just independent issues in different topics. There ain't no reason why we can't visit with anyone else, is there? Amen, man. And if we break out of those molds and we don't let them put us into those boxes, suddenly we're not so easy to control and maneuver around. All right. I adjust some attitude a little bit. I'm sorry. You're not feeling so mischievous anymore? I was. Well, I'm still mischievous. I still want to see if uh, we get kicked off the radio but we'll see what happens here folks yeah but uh yeah we should just try to come together in the spirit of the christmas season usually i'm the grinch but for some reason this year (laughs) i'm feeling it man i don't know if uh the the three ghosts visited me last night or what but (laughs) the three ghosts i'm i'm feeling charles dickens man yeah good stuff the christmas which is your favorite of the three ghosts uh they're all good in their own right i like the ghost of the present or whatever because he's the fat guy who's sitting on the pile of food and uh, I totally understand that point of aim, too. Yeah. Yeah. It teaches you something about yourself. It does. We're going to take a quick break and be back with more of a very special Christmas edition of the Firing Line Radio Show. Stick around. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step 
and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best. I wonder if this Christmas they'll begin to understand that Jesus that we celebrate was much more than a Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. Now our sponsor, Vince Torres of Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo, wants to thank the many families who were able to help purchase a firearm to protect their home this past year. Now before you shop for personal protection firearm, I encourage you to go down to Bullseye Sports in Riverside and speak with Vince, the owner, or one of the many good people at the store, and you'll receive a welcome and an educational experience to make you feel confident and comfortable with a firearm purchase. Bullseye Sport wishes you and your family a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and a safe holiday season. Give the gift of protection with a stocking stuffer from Bullseye Sport. Gift certificates can be purchased in custom amounts for your custom giving. Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, where the Inland Empire gets their guns and ammo. Thank you, Vince, for all of your support on that, and a Merry Christmas to you, too. Welcome back to the Firing Line Radio Show. It's Lou McCoy, Casey Day, and Taborosaurus Rex in for Mr. Philip Naiman. The Rex Reviews podcast crew taking over the radio station once again, and big thank you to Philip for letting us do this. It's always a good time, and until they throw us off the air, we're going to keep coming back and doing it, guys. So I actually do like the weather down here. It's freaking perfect. Oh, especially during Christmas, man. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. It's hard to believe. Uh, if you haven't heard of our show before, we do a podcast. You can check it out on rexreviews.org. And it kind of spawned from Rex's YouTube channel back in the day. And you've got, I don't know, years and years of content on there, man. Yeah, we and got a whole bunch of tutorial videos on long-range shooting and stuff. You can look those up, the Long Range 101, or some people call them the Sniper 101 videos. And uh, we got all kinds of reviews on high-end equipment, Tier 1 optics, uh, 
we kind of uh, became the de facto guys on optics questions, I guess. So you know, and, we actually got some questions in, don't we, Lou? And we get a lot of questions every day in our email, and we try to hash them out through the podcast and on our forums on RexReviews.org. But the questions, they never stop. There's so many scopes out there for so many different applications. And and that's an important part of the equation, too. you got to get the exact right scope for what you're trying to do. In fact, that's the critical component most people don't realize. They think they need, for a long-range setup especially, they, they concentrate. There's, there's an overemphasis on the rifle or even the caliber, and uh, the scope is neglected. That is the instrument which actually brings you on target exactly. when you index those turrets or use a reticle for hold-off. So it's got to be configured properly, and it has to work. So to share a little bit of what we do on the podcast with you folks today here on the Firing Line Radio Show, we're going to take a question or two, whatever we've got time for today. Uh, one of them that we got in from Travis via our email on RexReviews.org is, Hello, Rex. Hi. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking of buying a long-range scope. I wanted to know your thoughts on the Attacker or ATACR. Ah, uh, yeah. The F1 5 25 by 56 from Night Force or the Bushnell DRM 6 21 by 50. Please help. Okay, if that's your two options, I would definitely myself lean towards the Night Force. Uh, the ATACR is a pretty good scope. Uh, it's uh, made in light optic works in Japan. Uh, it's got very, very reliable turret tracking, which is the primary criteria you need to get on target at long range, really. It's a first focal plane reticle. Uh, it's configured nicely. Uh, if you're a real, real, real snob, it doesn't quite hold a candle to some of the Tier 1 German optics for some various reasons, but uh, um, it's probably the second night nicest night force you can get, in my opinion, uh, for long-range shooting applications. It's going to definitely be a lot better than the other choice. You bet. What's uh, the best night force out there? Uh, the Beast has actually performed a little better uh, under some of the testing they've done in terms of... Uh, you know, getting to be used by military service guys. Mm -hmm. And so, so uh, it, it's passed more of the tests. There, there were some issues with the ocular on the ATACR, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's still great scope. The tracking is going to be reliable, and that's the main thing you got to look at. A lot of guys overemphasize even glass quality or clarity. And um, any of these scopes are going to be clear enough. You just need the tracking to be reliable, and it has to track with precision. And uh, the, these scopes are, they have enough quality control in place to where they actually work very well. Excellent. Thanks for writing in, Travis. I think we've got time for one more today. This one is from Scott, and he's wondering about Schmidt and Benders. Speaking of oh. that quality German stuff, he says, uh, Dear Rex and company, greetings from Scotland. Really? Aye. Do I have to read this in an I, accent then? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't want to. I actually like Scottish people, so I won't pretend to, to <laughs> speak Scottish. I'm sorry. <laughs> he says that he really enjoys the YouTube channel and the podcasts, especially the recent podcast where we talked about the EMP stuff. Uh, he's got a few deer hunted for a couple of years, but he's new to target shooting. Hmm. There are a couple of 1,000 yard ranges in Scotland. I'm thinking about a Tika T3 TAC A1 in 6.5 Creedmoor. Nice rifle, nice cartridge. Yep. Yes, sir. Was wondering if a fixed power Schmittenbender 10 to 42 PM2 would be a suitable optics choice. You know, that's an incredible optic. And, uh, you know, a 6.5 Creedmoor is going to get you very comfortably out to 1,000 yards without a problem or 1,000 meters. 
meters, whichever one. It'll actually go a little bit farther than that. Um, uh, but a Schmidt Bender a PM2 and his Fix 10 is a very, very rugged scope, very high quality, and it's actually kind of affordable when you compare it to the variable power PM2s. Uh, really, if you've got good enough glass, um, you can reach out to a, a good solid uh, 1,000 meters with 10 power, no problem. I've actually shot you know out to 1,500 meters without a problem with the 10 power fixed scope. Really? Uh, if, if you can see what you're shooting at, that's the main thing. A lot of guys like to get zoomed in real far. Um, there's an overemphasis sometimes on magnification. It's really in how you drive the rifle. It's in skill set and uh, having the proper marksmanship. It's not really your performance is not going to be contingent on magnification. Uh, that being said, a fixed power, 10 power Schmidt and Bender is a very nice scope. And that's actually something I would choose for like a battle scope <laughs> for a long range like a uh, duty rifle. Um, but uh, for target shooting out to a thousand meters, absolutely no problem. That's probably the finest choice you could have in terms of a fixed power optic. And, and yep, he also says that he's probably going to be shooting out to about 500 yards most of the time. Oh, perfect. Then yep. maybe, maybe occasionally out to a thousand. But yep. he likes the simplicity of the fixed he, power. I, I do, too. And I think that that's a great choice, especially if you're, you know, if you're from 100 to a thousand and you have to have a fixed power optic, a straight 10 is the best way to go. The Schmidt and Bender is the nicest one of those in the world. They have the Wetzlar five piece mechanism in the turret tracking adjustments. So the tracking is 100 percent perfect. Pretty much every time we've ever tested them. And uh, when we run them at the classes that we do, the RX-18 shooting classes, they really, really keep up. I mean, they're right on in terms of uh, tracking precision and reliability. And so that's the best choice he could have probably said. Nice. You can't go wrong with Schmidt and Bender. Sorry, Rex. I just had a quick question because I know there's going to be a lot of listeners that might just be getting into long range shooting out there. What would be your number one optic that you would choose for somebody that is just getting started? They don't have a large budget. What is the most affordable, best optic for them? Oh, dear. You're going to force me back in a corner I don't like going into. It really depends on exactly what you're trying to do. But if you're on a very, very strict budget, I think that you can get into a a good fixed power, like a a straight 10 or a straight 12 power optic made by SWFA, uh, the Super Sniper series actually does a good job. They're like $300. Uh, there's no need to get the higher dollared ones because, in my opinion, uh, when you get into those price ranges, there's other scopes that are a lot better. But if you plan on using the turrets for indexing in your firing solutions at long range, uh, the SWFA is still probably one of the better ones out there. There is a few more. If you if you prefer using a reticle, you know, a grid pattern reticle, I, I really like Primary Arms. They have some nice scopes and they're actually pretty affordable and they have uh, more features. They have variable power usually and uh, they have like a. There's a new reticle called the BPR that's coming out pretty soon, and uh, they got some different uh, grid style. The R-Grid 2, I think, is coming out, but those are very good, too, and you don't have to worry about the turrets at that point uh, because it's all done properly in the reticle. And not every uh, reticle is done the same. Um, They have to be calibrated correctly, and so that's the reason I do like primary arms over some of the competitors is the engineers who do the optics actually check that to make sure it's perfect. And laser etch them, right? Yeah, it's laser etch, but the math is done right, and they're verified when they come back from the factories. You bet. Good questions there, guys. And uh, we've got a very rich community full of all of those questions and many more. We've got forums on rexreviews.org and just an awesome community that works together, loves each other, and helps each other out with all of that information and trying to make sense of it all. And if you peruse through the website, rexreviews.org, O-R-G, you will find a lot of discussions on optics. That's a very common question we get also on different rifle configurations, ammo, all kinds of crazy stuff. Lots of fun we have on the questions and answers portion of the show. So check it out. 
it out. We have lots of fun with everything that we do, whether it's scripted or unscripted. Or <laughs> it really doesn't matter. We have a good time, guys. Absolutely. That's the bottom line is having fun. And if you want to join in some of our fun festivities, we're actually going to be back in California in February, right? Oh, yeah, man. Rancho Cucamonga at the Bass Pro Shops. Uh, it's going to be pretty fun. We had a great time last time. A lot of really high speed guys made it there. A lot of engineers. And, and you know, you learn as much from the people who come there as you do from the class, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we do a very good high speed seminar that gives you a bird's eye view of everything to do with long range shooting, equipment selection, marksmanship, strategy, uh, data organization. We go into ridiculous level detail that's not offered really probably anywhere. It's what I've been told anyways. That and seems so, to be the general consensus. Yeah, I think we're like the nerds of that category. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you like long range shooting, man, you're going to really like the seminar at Rancho Cucamonga that also gets you in. Uh, then you are pre-qualified for the live fire event that's coming up in March. So that'd be awesome to see you there. President's Day weekend in February 2018. Mark your calendars and stick around. We're coming back with more of the Firing Line radio show right after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn. Well, the Riverside Indoor shooting range is the best place to work on your shooting skills no matter what your experience level is with 21,000 square feet of indoor range space 35 shooting lanes and an electronic target retrieval system it means no line breaks and more trigger time the friendly people at riverside indoor shooting range can answer all your questions about firearms training self-defense training firearm rentals gunsmithing archery and more and for the ladies the riverside chapter of the well-armed woman meets there the second tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Welcome back to the Firing Line Radio Show. It's Lou McCoy, Taborosaurus Rex, and Casey Day, the Rex Reviews podcast crew, in for Mr. Philip Naiman once again for a very special holiday edition of the Firing Line Radio Show. Yeah, speaking of holidays, man, you know, elves are often att- attached to them. During the break, we are talking about the elf. Uh-huh. That, now, so Casey is getting very curious about which exact elf we're talking about. Because <laughs> they know some of the backstory to that, dude. Maybe. <laughs> But at any rate, Rex went to Las Vegas recently for meetings, uh-huh. and they have certain kinds of elves down there that I'm not used to being from the north area where there's not a lot of population. It's very old school, 50 years behind culturally, but they have like certain kinds of elves down there that I was like, oh, what the heck is this deal? What kind, like Dude, stocking stuffers or what? What are we talking uh, about? No, like an actual real elf, like a human. Okay. Yeah, like a like a female kind. Oh. Yes, exactly. And and I you were, I already told you the name of the town, right? Mhm. 
So, yeah, we'll talk about that on the Rex Reviews podcast. I don't want to actually get Phillips' show banned from the air, <laughs> but it's pretty scary. Oh, man. But they're very mischievous. Let's just put it like that. And persuasive, from what I hear. Well, no, I passed the test fine. I didn't know what the heck was going on, but... Uh, <laughs> Nah, it'll be all right. That just shows how old school we are up here when you can be um, actually solicited and not even realize it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're such a gentleman, though, Rex. I tried to be a gentleman. <laughs> Gets me in trouble down there, man. Well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We- I, I won, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry, guys. In the spirit of Christmas <laughs> and the holiday season, however, what do you guys want for Christmas? All right, Casey, you're up, sister. Me? Uh, Gosh. If I could get, like, speaking uh, rifles specifically, if I could get, like, okay, so um, Axial Precision, I like them a lot. I actually really like 308. I know you can't shoot out as far with a 308, but I really like it. So I would say I do, like, an Axial Precision 308 with, like, a Schmittenbender scope on top. Are you listening, Drew, up in Idaho? Hey, Drew! But I for like those of you that don't guns. know what she's talking about, <laughs> Axial Precision has a bunch of really, really interesting rifles. Uh, they, they do a rifle that's like, uh, it's kind of new technology. Axial Precision has mastered perfecting the Remington 700 style design, but it's not a Remington 700 by a long shot. The lockup mechanism is different. The way that the barrel is attached to the receiver is totally proprietary. And what it does is it actually aligns the bore with uh, the entire receiver and everything else with the cartridge and the chamber and even the firing pin spring is redesigned so it doesn't snake up so it's a very interesting rifle but the the end result is is very 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 precise it's a good rifle it's like a a laser beam yeah they put them on the same hole Mm -hmm. and we talk about the details of internal ballistics and all the stuff that has to be perfect uh in in terms of the chamber alignment with the bore and all the the threading and all the different metal expansions and all the different stuff that's got to be perfect in the rifle like at the seminar we talk about that in great detail or even on the sniper 101 series that we have on youtube we talk about um internal ballistics and how that really plays out uh launching that cartridge started with but uh yeah, Casey, um, she ran that 308 really good at the last class, actually. And uh, kind of what a lot of people in the competitive world would consider to be like a disadvantage um, because most guys are running six fives and, and more high speed cartridges. Um, but uh, we also talk a lot about on the on the show and at the seminars and everything else, too, like logistical compatibility concerns of cartridges mm-hmm. and having the 308 is actually nice in a lot of ways, because if God forbid the collapse of Western civilization occurs, um, there's going to be 308 ammo everywhere. And so you'll still be able to run your, your precision rifle with the ammo. And if you're well-versed in how to drive that thing, it's going to be a lot easier to find ammo than maybe some match ammo. And and also, the, the cartridge dynamics of 308 give you more forgiveness in terms of throat erosion. You can run them hot. You can just ram them through there at high speed without any kind of penalty as compared to other cartridges that have more of an overbore configuration where you have more uh, flamage. <laughs> As a technical term, low barrel flameage, right? Yeah, barrel flameage, where you have more, you know, heat uh, channeling through that throat region of the bore, which causes an accelerated erosion on the microstructure of the bore, which uh, embrittles the steel and, and ends up in, in being detrimental to accuracy. So, a three way is a good choice. Very nice. How about you, Lulu? What about me? Yeah, what do you want for your uh, your holiday there? Uh, just world peace, man. 
That's Look all at I want. Just, <laughs> That's so cliche. Just, just peace He's on lying. earth. I just want everybody to sit in a well, circle, hold hands, and say Actually, kumbaya. I don't think Lou is lying. He's and, serious. And a rocket launcher. <laughs> and a, a RPG-7 or what? <laughs> Look us up. Just for anybody who doesn't want world that's, peace. That's it. <laughs> In case you're not part of my team, yeah. I'd so, also like a rocket If you deliver world peace, that'd be great. But if that's not going to be delivered, then I'll need an RPG-7 <laughs> so I can live. <laughs> what do you call that? Mutually assured... Destruction. Uh, celebration. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, no, uh, if we're talking about ideal setups for precision rifles, though, it depends on the application, man. Um if we're talking about something a little smaller where you'd want to have it versatile, the the 6.5 Creedmoors, I think, are really cool. They're, you like those. Yeah, they're good. They're good cartridge. They're, man. they're, they're efficient. They're versatile, too. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, if we were talking something bigger, like if there was, I don't know, somebody out there with an RPG coming after me. I'd want something, uh, I don't know, like a 50 cal or something, man. There you go, like an M107. Yeah. I was thinking that's probably the next one on my list. Now, I don't think Californians are allowed to have that stuff, Lou. Are you serious? No. I think it's actually, they have politicians down here. Uh, we met some of them at the last seminar uh, up on the wall at the Bass Pro Shops. I, I one of them is a wildebeest. <laughs> the other one was a wild boar. And we named them all as, at, at the seminar. We oh, had yeah. too much fun. I'm sure that the observers that were there for political reasons were uh, writing many a notes that day. <laughs> Dude, it had a laser pointer. And I'm like, okay, where is she? Where's Nancy? And everyone points at the boar, dude. I'm like, are you serious? I'm going to get I'm gonna get executed while I'm down here, bro. <laughs> True story. We had way too much fun. Pretty sure that's... Dude, are we still in the air? Did they cut us off? No, we're good, man. Oh, no. The sound guy's still back there. He's still cool with this. Uh, 50 cows in California. Are you serious, sir? Yeah, they banned them like a long time ago. Is that like a cartridge limit there? They, yeah. Is they, there a they, they thought people were going to shoot down airplanes with them or something because there were, you know, the politicians are a little bit silly. Uh, I won't complete the word I almost said because that is actually offensive. And it's too nice to the politicians, too, the word I was about to say. So so really, Californians can only hope for world peace for yeah. Christmas. Well, unless they, they yeah, don't have the option of a of fighting launcher. off. Yeah, fighting off uh, <laughs> any material targets, you know. But no, they, that's why they invented like the four sixteen Barrett and stuff is to have compliant virgins. And so it's rough living behind enemy lines in California, man. I mean, those are some hardcore dudes that didn't escape and evade yet. They're still holding down the ground. They're still holding down the trenches. They haven't ran off and retreated yet. They're still putting up a one heck of a fight down there. So I respect all the liberty loving Californians that still do exist here. And uh, we'd love to meet some of you guys if you can make it down uh, in February for Rancho Cucamonga. It'd be awesome to meet you guys. And that's the one thing that I've really found uh, just endearing about the long range community is the quality of people that show up at these events. Highly disciplined people. And, yep. And that are part of the community is because everybody's not only they, they get a good head on their shoulders and they're intelligent, but they're also morally upstanding people. And they're there because they're they're patriots and they love liberty and they love freedom and they love the Second Amendment and being part of this country and what makes it so great. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, when I got the chance to come down there last time and visit with everybody, that was the most fun we've ever had in a class. 
everyone was so thirsty for a good time, I think. And plus, they're just fun-loving dudes. Uh, it's an interesting mix when you have liberty-loving people. It's like the old-school California back, you know, uh, from from the old days. And uh, they're not scared to have a good time at all, man. And neither <laughs> yeah. are we. And neither are we. So we fit in there. And uh, they're aiming to, to maybe regain some of the ground. And I, I wish them Godspeed in that endeavor. That's going to be a hell of a fight. Uh, but uh, we're with you guys. And uh, as long as you're fighting, we'll be fighting right alongside you. So uh, don't be disheartened. Uh, these things can be swayed back in the other direction. Amen, buddy. And there are a lot of patriots still out in California. Absolutely. Believe it or not. Of course, if you want to check out some of our fun festivities, we're going to be in California in February for President's Day, right? Our current training schedule is on rexdefense.com. Uh, our, our media site's rexreviews.org, but if you're looking to actually do training events with us, uh, you can find the complete list on rexdefense.com. We've got our calendar up there with current and upcoming events, and we've got all sorts of stuff all over the place, and it's really just been an awesome adventure, guys, and we look forward to you being a part of it. Absolutely. We're going to take a quick break, folks, and be back with one final portion of today's show. Thanks for joining us. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the Firing Line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Firing Line Radio Show for one final portion of today's radio extravaganza. It's Lou McCoy, Casey Day, and Taborosaurus Rex. Dude, are we already done with the show almost? Time flies when you're having fun, buddy. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I wanted to stay on longer. Maybe we'll have to take over another show after this. It's possible. Yeah, we'll probably pull it off. <laughs> uh, big thank you to Mr. Philip Naiman once again for letting us hang out with you he guys. He is a good sport. It's always a good time coming down to California and getting out of the great white north and the winter up there man you come down here and you forget that snow is even a real thing yeah <laughs> it's real i'll tell you about it <laughs> we should do field trips up there with uh arctic warfare training Ooh. and uh have contests kind of like on that show where they have to eat the gross stuff whoever makes it the longest out in the blizzard uh win the prize 
I, I like fifty, that. like fifty dollars, maybe. I can't afford that much to watch people freeze themselves. You got to figure out how many people are going to sue you for giving them frostbite and all that, and losing appendages. Balance it all out. There. Yeah. Uh, of course, if you are having fun on today's show, we have a lot of fun on our podcast show on RexReviews.org. And we've got, what, almost 20 episodes up now? Yeah, we've yeah. got 18 or 19 now, and it's like 50 or 60 hours worth of content. And we've got guests. We travel. We we, we have more fun than any podcast show ever. <laughs> that's That's my personal guarantee. Meow. <laughs> Don't you start. That's Rexy. proof. That's part. Okay. I won't start the animal sounds. We'll save that for later. But yeah, we have an awesome time on there. And if you want to check out our shows, check out RexReviews.org or our YouTube channel. We've got lots of content on there. Yeah. Just type in Rex Reviews on the search engine. You'll find it. Or Taborosaurus Rex. Yeah. That's the actual name of the tent. No one's going to type that, though. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell it. I have to like do it at slow motion. If I would have known anyone would ever watch that channel, I would have picked something easier to spell. Yeah. Abbreviated. Just type in Rex Reviews or Sniper 101 or something like that, and you'll find the channel. <laughs> it's the fun channel. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, you guys also do live streams on there. Yeah, we do, man. We had some good live streams lately. We get on there. We finally figured out how to, what do you call those things, Casey? Computer codes, URLs, what are them things, how, how you do a live stream? You, ju- you just hit the live button. Uh, no, no. What's that thing called? The webcam. Yeah, the webcam. I, see, I'm a dinosaur, bro. I don't know anything about technology. That's why these guys are here to help walk me through it's the valley right, of the shadow of technologies. And uh, anyways, here we are. She's the webmaster, dude. And I'm amazed that our voice can be compressed into zeros and ones and broadcast across the universe. Technology. It is amazing. So, where were we going with this? I don't remember. Live streams, right? Well, one of our recent live streams, we had Trom on there. Do you want to tell them about oh, yeah, the Trom. craziness that they're doing with bullets? Yeah, so there's an outfit out of Idaho called Trom, T-R-O-M, and they're Trom.tech, I think, on online. And uh, they're experimenting with some proprietary bullet designs, which is very interesting to me. Right now, uh, they have several different proprietary cartridges that are very interesting. Uh, stuff that's like on a 308 size package that's uh, necked out to very large calibers that's like extreme range target interdiction on an AR-10 platform. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, but with some of the other things they got going on, this uh, maybe more ubiquitous for normal people would be like the 300 blackout ammo they produce and some of the 308 ammo they produce. Uh, very interesting in... Uh, they, they've shortened the projectiles, which typically will uh, gyroscopically stabilize a projectile. So that's one of the advantages. The center of gravity and the center of pressure are moved closer together. So they have less of a tendency to tumble at extreme long ranges, particularly during the transonic zone of flight. Uh, so they're more gyroscopically stabilized, which gives them a better dynamic stability at long range. But uh, shortening projectiles typically in the past, the reason long range shooters don't like to do it is because it reduces the ballistic coefficient typically long Longer, skinnier bullets are easier to geometrically get into shape in terms of aerodynamic, um, you know, geometry. And so uh, they've actually developed some interesting technology using uh, some of the engineering software that where you do like flow, uh, you know, flow of fluids over different surfaces. And uh, through computer technology, they actually were playing around with some of the angles. Like, for example, on the heel of the bullet or the back end, uh, it's very, very critical. One of the major points of drag that uh, lowers ballistic coefficient on a projectile is the vacuum behind the bullet. That's why boat tails are conducive to better uh, long range performances because the, you know there's less drag in the back as opposed to a square end on, on the back of a bullet. 
Uh, but what, what they've done is they've uh, done the boat tail with a very similar taper to what's uh, experienced on other bullets, but they've tweaked the corners and the angles on their proprietary software, and uh, they were able to actually really dramatically reduce the amount of drag behind the bullet because it's, it's interesting when you're doing a fluid flow. It's so infinitely complex that only supercomputers can really figure that out, mm-hmm. if at all. And so in the modern times, they were able to drastically tweak something that no one's really tried tweaking before and uh, also with some of the other angles on like the gas checks and things like that because these are solid alloy bullets or monolithic bullets uh, they're not copper jacketed around lead they were able to get a really high bc value in a bullet that's stubbier and shorter so the bc the ballistic coefficient the aerodynamic efficiency of the bullet still maintained while the bullet's shorter so you can still fit it inside a magazine like on an ar-10 or an ar-15 style deal in the 300 blackout right and uh, you you get incredible long-range performance just because of the, the bullet and it's also with the dynamic enhancement of stability because it is shorter uh, longer bullets are hard to stabilize because the back end wants to get in front of the front end because that's where the mass is and the, the center of pressure on the front of the bullet is something that it's an opposing force so the back end's always trying to go in front of the first and any induced wobble or yaw is going to cause that to happen uh, so it's an interesting kind of thinking outside the box thinking you know as engineers as right brain people but also being artistic and really creative they went totally outside the box on that design and uh, kind of married the two halves of the brain together in like the perfect interesting deal now uh it's interesting because you can't give a g1 or a g7 uh you know that those models uh for the for the drag functions don't really work on these projectiles for for deriving a numerical ballistic coefficient because these are so radically different than like you know the g1 test projectile or the g1 that it's not going to work but the ballistic coefficients are very high but we have our ballistics expert mr colin burns uh he's actually a californian local there uh, he's working on the project right now, driving some of the uh, adjustments for the mathematics on the back end. And he's actually putting on a class, too, if you go on our website, rexdefense.com, ballistics expert, where he shows you how to tweak things on uh, all the different formulas and drag functions and models. So if you're a math or a physics nerd, you probably want to hang out with Colin Burns for the ballistics deal. Uh, but uh, it was an interesting projectile, to say the least. And uh, it, it gives you some very interesting. And if you want to watch more details on that you can watch the live stream uh, that we did on our youtube channel the rex reviews uh live stream or the tibor source rex channel so this is new technology then huh? yeah well it's been around for a few years and he's been working on designs for like uh some serious applications and other stuff that's really not really marketed or oriented towards civilians originally. But uh, now that it's coming on on the commercial market, yes, to the commercial market, this is pretty new. Wow. And uh, no, it's just interesting. And that's one of the nice things about our job is that we explore all this new technology in this field. And it's just so cool. And that's something we like to bring people up to speed on. Let's. Awesome stuff there, man. Proprietary entrepreneurial split in the atom, teaching a old dog <laughs> new tricks there. Absolutely. It's pretty incredible. Trauma's doing it though, huh? Yeah, yeah. Stand by for the, the full video to be released at some point in the future. Looking forward to it, man. And uh check out Trom Technology for more information. Of course, anybody listening out there today who is a hardcore long-range precision nerd or wants to get into it, learn more, or just fine-tune the craft. 
Check out our website for more information about our training events, whether that's the seminars or the live fires, or it really depends just how deep you want to go down the rabbit trail, man. Yeah, that's RexDefense.com is a new site. It has kind of the, the flow chart and the hierarchy of, of training events, but uh, we'll be we'll be down again, man. We're going to hang out in Rancho Cucamonga one last time for the year. And so if you wanted to get your foot in the door for a live fire, the, the seminar is like a prerequisite to those classes. So come in. We didn't do one last event. Philip will be there too. So uh, that's kind of where Philip and I have the relationship as we're working on these projects in synchronization together. And uh, we can all meet up and say howdy and visit and uh, it'll be an awesome time. That is assuming Philip makes it back from the North Pole. <laughs> there are polar bears up by, by there, I heard. Well, you know, and elves. Did you know polar bears are like left-handed, bro? I've heard that before. I just heard it today. I don't believe that, though. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to go and observe some and see what happens. I'm skeptical, man. Uh, big thank you to Mr. Philip Naiman for letting us hang out once again. It's always a pleasure making it down to sunny California to talk about... Everything that we do here on the Firing Line Radio Show. Check out RexReviews.org, RexDefense.com, Taborosaurus Rex on YouTube to find out more about what we do. And we look forward to hanging out with you guys in February in Rancho Cucamonga. And a big thank you to all you folks for hanging out with us today. And with any luck, we'll be back sometime in the future to do it all again. And happy holidays, guys. Whatever flavor it is that you like to celebrate, uh, make it a good one. Spend it with your family, friends, and loved ones and just savor it. Amen. God bless everyone. <laughs> On behalf of Casey Day and Taborosaurus Rex, I'm Lou McCoy. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Firing Line Radio Show. Take care of yourselves and those you love, and we'll catch you next time. Angels from the realms of glory, wing your flight or all the Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.